K-Pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. I have a Q-tip on me. Wait. <laughs> we almost... Fr- Listen. It is 7.54 p.m. on Saturday, May 29th for us. First day of retrograde in Mercury. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. First day of Mercury retrograde. This is lasting until the end of June. Um, I don't know about y'all, but this week has just felt like three months. Hellish. It's been awful. I could not keep my day straight no, at all. Not remotely. And not even close. Oh my god, I was supposed to call our grandmother. No. <laughs> this is like the third day in a row that I've forgotten. <laughs> she doesn't know that I'm calling her. But, but like but at this point I'm getting mad at myself. <laughs> and then also I still have to text my other friends that I can't have dinner tomorrow. There's just like so much that I'm pushing off. I think in my brain, because I was pushing off all these personal things, mm-hmm. That's how we forgot that today is Saturday and we need to upload something. Which is, it's funny that we both forgot because I had a stress dream about this. Really? Yes. I And as soon as you brought it up, I remembered it. Mm-hmm. I had a stress dream last night that I woke up early and you were like, Nadia, we need to record. And I was like, I have to get ready for work. And you're mm-hmm. like, you'll have enough time. And then we recorded and then I was an hour late to work. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, we both worked today. We both worked. I wasn't late. Neither was I. Um... <laughs> And it's just we're late on uploading this. Yeah, sorry about that, y'all. Yeah. Uh, We're also just using one microphone because I have lots of cords plugged in because I'm trying out new equipment and I don't feel like undoing it all and redoing it all. So, yeah. So, yeah, for the sake of Millie's editing sanity, we're just going to get jump right (laughs) into it. Back into East of Eden by Blue Hyuk San Wapad. Let's go. Chapter 27, Mion's Perspective. Remember, this is the Queen of Heaven. Yes. These are in italics, so I guess this is like a memory or something. I don't know. Um, you don't have to do anything for me, Yuna smiled. Just listen to me. You won't believe what I have to tell you. Oh, that's right. I forgot that Yuna was coming in to tell her information. I forgot about that also. All right. Mion watched the younger angel with blurry, unfocused eyes. Are you absolutely sure this is what happened? Positive, your majesty. You can always have faith that I'll do what's right for everyone on heaven and the Lord. Very well, then. Thank you for your time. Yuna stood up and bowed, retreating from the room. Mion got out of her chair slowly, blankly staring out of the window. She felt like she was in a trance or stuck in some bad dream. How could she be telling the truth? No fledgling would dare lie to me, but it is unlike Shua to do this. Oh my god, did Yuna snitch? (coughs) Well, it, she must be like the angel of truth or something. I don't remember. She was the angel of light. Light? Yeah. How does that relate to truth? I don't know. You'll see the light. <laughs> she shook her head. This is impossible. The knock on her door snapped her out of her stupor. Stupor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stupor? <laughs> In my head, I thought stupor and I said stupor still. Anyway. Serving as an annoying reminder that, despite all this news Yuna had shared, there were still duties she had to fulfill as the queen. Painting the serene, helpful smile back onto her face, she hurried back to her seat and folded her arms neatly in front of her, instantly becoming the perfect picture of royalty and reason she learned to upkeep since her first day of her reign, no real emotion making its way to her face. The last time she let her true emotions take over was before accepting the spirit, before she opened the wrong door and saw the old queen engulfed in white light. Come in, her voice rang through the air. How may I help you? 
Time skip. Has Shua returned? Sung Hee shook her head. Not since she went down to the mortal realm. Whatever she's doing down there must be important. Mion bit back her annoyance, forcing the same serene smile on her face instead. Oh, I'm sure it is. I trust her. The angel continued to scan the text on the scrolls, tracing a finger along the lines and lines of words. There's been an influx of depression in the past few days. The queen let the slightest hint of a frown appear on her face, not wanting to seem completely emotionless. What's the cause? The fortune-telling industry crashed a few days ago, and all the seers are on the streets subsequently. Leah, angel of promises, collapsed yesterday and is resting in the house of healing. I've met up with Mark to discuss, and we both think a spirit countering human promises has been stirring. We would also explain, oh, which would also explain the depression. He suggested sending the rest of the fully healed guardians back to oppose it. These are her thoughts. I expect the fortune tellers to take a hit, but this is worse than I expected. It should be time to replace that rule-breaking angel as for the guardian angels. Hold on. Mion waved a hand to stop her. We can't just send them all back. I'll go see the ones who were injured later. I think I should speak to them. Sung Hee nodded. Yes, your high... Mion? That can be arranged. She sighed. Good. Clear my schedule for the rest of the day. I have matters to attend to. Mion didn't say that it had to do with her strength that faded little by little as every day passed, but Sung Hee nodded, understanding. Of course. Time skip. Despite her blatant refusal to believe it, she knew that deep down her time as Queen of Heaven was coming to an end. The reason why each queen's time was limited wasn't just because of the immense power that being the carrier of the spirit allowed them to wield, but also because of the way it ebbed at away at their spirits like a flame on a candle. The Holy Spirit and the flame that it commanded was never originally meant for angels to wield, but after the great battle between good and evil, they were left with no choice. She could feel her control over its power dwindling as every day passed, knowing that she had to let the spirit go before her life force was put out, but not wanting to give it up all the same. Power was a scary thing. It clouded her thoughts and planted seeds of doubt, <coughs> seeds of doubt into her mind. Were they worthy of my trust, or were they just hiding behind my throne, using my influence as a shield for their own unholy deeds? Who was the traitor and who isn't? As they say, <laughs> absolute power corrupts absolutely. Period. I've never heard that before. Really? Really. Oh, that's like a, you know, long... I don't know who said it first, but, <laughs> but it's just like a saying that people say. Yeah, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Wow. She sat on her throne in the empty room. The lights dimmed to a faint glow. She could feel the spirit trying to leave her, yearning for a new holder. She reined it back, gritting her teeth, and took a deep breath. Shua isn't ready yet. I will wait until she is. But first, the angel. Squeezing her eyes shut, Mion turned her head to the ceiling and called upon the power of God. Heaven needs an angel, she commands, to replace one who betrayed our kind. Her next words were spoken out loud in a voice that isn't quite hers. Words that she didn't say flowing from her mouth. I gift heaven an angel of the near future who will carry out their duties for heaven and for humanity. Her eyes flew open and an intense white light poured out, collecting to form a humanoid figure in the middle of the room. The figure immediately fell on her knees, new wings folding onto her back. Rise, Zhang Yen. Blessed be my angel. Ooh. Ooh. Yen. She's uh, the rapper from CLC. Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, at least. <laughs> the spirit faded rapidly. The spirit faded rapidly, and Mion regained control of her body with a gasp. 
The light immediately flickering off, the angel stared at her, a mere child with a head of golden blonde hair. She would age quicker than others. Her power that was demanded on earth urgently needed her, and her knowledge and divinity would be put to good use. Mion could already see the angel growing in front of her and knew that the power of the near future would be in good hands. My queen, Yen bowed. Mion nodded back, and the wooden doors opened to let saints take her away. Time skip. She was lying in bed at night when the voice crept into her head, whispering into her ear. Don't you want more than this? You could be the queen of heaven forever. All the power in the world could be yours. Oh? I do. <gasps> you know where to go. Climbing out of her bed, she threw her window open and took off into the night. Okay. 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 <laughs> so if we're to assume that this is the same voice that Sujin is seeing, hearing, getting taken away from, and also being like, you want the power, mm -hmm. you know, to... So we know now that it's not Mian. Yeah. Because, you know, before we really didn't know... I truly thought it was her. Yeah, like, if it was Mian or Soyeon or just, like, a, it's a third party at this... Well, yeah, I guess we technically haven't entirely ruled out Soyeon. Oh, yeah. But... I don't, that doesn't feel doesn't right to feel me. Right. No. <laughs> because Plus, then, um, uh, oh God, the, um, the, <laughs> Shua? no, the devil with one arm, um, not devil with one arm, demon with one arm, who is living in the trenches. Devil with one arm, though, that sounds like a banging song. <laughs> in the trenches. Yeah. Um, is it Taeyong? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then he would have been like, he would have had a better analogy for yeah. who it was. That's true. If it was Soyeon. Plus, I totally forgot about that whole thing with Yuna. So, so much going on. All right, so I'm going to move on to chapter 28. And this is in Shua's POV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ducked out of saying point of view, like, after P. POV. <laughs> We're here. As they stood in front of the looming expanse of jungle and trees, Shua breathed out a sigh. To her right, Soyeon stood with her shoulders squared, Minnie standing a little way behind her with a determined look on her face. Welcome to the Garden of Eden. Traveling was slow as they hiked their way through the forest, either Shua's wings or Soyeon's horns continuously getting stuck in branches and vines. Despite how long they walked for, they remained far from the borders of heaven, where the grass would thin and become marble floors. The darkness granted by the shade of trees, reminiscent of the land of Nod, fading, <laughs> fading into a bright cloudless blue sky, covered by a glass roof. With their dark and more practical clothing suited for traveling cast aside and switched for a familiar long, thick dresses that were worn in heaven, the two demons could easily be written off as saints. They'd chosen to be disguised as saints instead of angels, the thin cloth that covered their faces of all oh no. <laughs> the thin cloth that covered the faces of all saints, masking most of their features. That is terrifying to think about. Yeah. Just saints with no just cloth face. That's... No thank you. <laughs> Shua knew that no one would question saints being in the palace, and them dressing up as the wingless holy beings would be much easier than trying to pass them off as angels, who would recognize them as disgraced ex angels immediately. Sujin was supposed to dress up as an angel and break Yuki out with Soyeon, while Minnie keeps watch and I distract Mion, Shua remembered. That was our original plan. Sujin, being the only one who 
the beings of heaven hadn't met before, was the perfect candidate for a fake angel. Shua could have easily introduced her as a new angel, maybe even the angel of near future that was created in Minnie's wake, which would have given them an excuse to be in the palace. Shua sighed. Plans change. I just wish there was a way for me to know that she is safe and that our original plan would have worked out. Sujin would have really liked heaven. Come to think of it, Soyeon was really dismissive of Sujin's disappearance. A little too dismissive. Uh-oh. She be thinking. <laughs> Pushing through the foliage, she stepped out into a natural clearing, her eyes trained on the ground. Shua could see the slightest shine of marble through the dirt and grass. Around her neck, the pendant thrummed with power, and she could feel that they were getting closer. She tore her eyes off the ground to let the other two know, but something else caught her eye. Shua couldn't stop herself from gasping. Sujin? Time skip. Sujin turned around, looking surprised as Minnie sprinted up from behind Shua and barreled into her like a friendlier version of a stampeding bull. Yay, I'm glad she's reunited. <laughs> You're all right. The demon stiffened up, probably because she wasn't used to Minnie's excited greetings that usually involved physical contact, whether it was hugs or high fives or overly dramatic... No. Or overly enthusiastic handshakes. <laughs> <laughs> little calm, eh? little calm, <laughs> Minnie either didn't notice her response or didn't care. Soyeon stood a little ways behind Sujin, staring at the demon with her arms crossed, but even the fearsome Queen of Hell's lips were curved upwards in a small, almost unnoticeable smile. What happened? Why did you suddenly disappear like that? Shua cautiously came up, came up to Sujin. While she wasn't the type to give hugs like Minnie, or to demiss... Demiss? Demiss. Or to dismiss it entirely like Soyeon. Uh... Jeez. <laughs> but showed her concern in a more calm way. Although she kept it cool on the outside, she wanted to collapse with relief. Oh, I'm not sure. Shua's voice took on a strange tone that Shua... No. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Sujin's voice took on a strange tone that Shua guessed was because Minnie was squeezing her <laughs> like she would vanish any second. I can't remember anything. I just fell asleep and woke up here. She can't remember being tortured? Or is she faking? Or is she not she? Oh, <laughs> or is this a fake Sujin? <laughs> Conspiracy! <laughs> Any idea how that happened? Soyeon questioned. Just as Sujin opened her mouth to answer, Minnie let out a loud theatrical gasp, letting go and taking a step back. Sujin, your wings! Sujin looked over her shoulder, fanning her wings out to its impressive full size. I found them like this. You like it? Shua's jaw dropped. Her wings were pure and snowy white. With her long blonde hair smooth and tangle-free, the guarded expression Shua had become all too familiar with, gone without a trace, she looked exactly like an angel. Their original plan would work after all, just like what she'd wished for. Oh my gosh. What's going on? Something's fishy. <laughs> Sunghee, as they reached the border and crossed it, oh, sorry, time skip. <laughs> as they reached the border and crossed it, transitioning from the overgrown garden and into the palace, the group ran straight into Sunghee, an angel who Shua recognized as one of Mion's closest friends. Shua, thank God you're here, Sunghee fanned herself. The Mion had just mentioned that she was looking for you. I'm sure all the time you spent on Earth was for a good cause. Yeah, totally, Shua kept her tone light, quickly gesturing for Soyeon and Minnie to come over to cover for her, standing beside the angel and blocking Sujin from Sunghee's view. I think you'll see the difference in the numbers soon. 
In the time that Shua was gone, a new angel in replacement of Minnie could have been created, but she won't be sure until she finds out for herself. And Sunghee, being one, being the one who manages such happenings, would surely know that she's not telling the truth. I hope so. Speaking of numbers, I really need to see Mark for some adjustments. You should go find Mian when you have the chance. I don't think it's important, but it couldn't hurt to visit. See you around? For sure, she grinned, waving until the other angel was out of sight before letting her shoulders slump in relief. She hasn't changed at all, Soyeon muttered before straightening up. Okay, Minnie and I will go off. Maybe tag along with some real saints to find the exact whereabouts of the dungeon. You two, act natural, but try to figure out exactly how we're going to pull this off. They might suspect you if you hang around this palace too much. Aye, aye, Captain, Sujin sarcastically saluted, Shua stifling her laughter. For once, Minnie was silent, but Shua couldn't tell whether it was because of fear or nervousness. Good luck, Shua, Sujin. Shua couldn't even imagine the weight Minnie was feeling on her shoulders right now. They had done the impressive... They had done the impossible and snuck into heaven, and they were going to bust an angel out of the palace, where no angel imprisoned in has ever escaped before. The fact that it was Minnie's girlfriend that they were saving made the stakes even higher. Hey, the angel wraps an arm around her shoulder. You got this. The pendant hummed instantly. The pendant hummed insistently, almost guiding her down another corridor as they separated, but Shua tucked it under her dress, leading Sujin towards the direction of the exit. Aren't we supposed to snoop around? Sujin asked. Shua shook her head. The palace is kind of busy at this time. We can return later. Besides, you showed me around hell. I want to return the favor. She technically wasn't lying. It was late evening, and the corridors were usually only occupied by an angel or two heading back to rest, but she obviously didn't tell Sujin that. Besides, Sujin's been so weirdly nice right now. Who knows when she'll snap and go full predator on me again. I'm allowed to enjoy this while I still can, right? We're both outcasts, in a way. We're different. If this is my last time seeing heaven, I'd want to see it with her. Oh. Mm. And that's the end of the chapter. Oh, okay. 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 A little dark, a little gloomy, and full of dead people. What, what do you gotta, gotta do? do? <laughs> okay. You know, I think I'm putting my money on either fake Sujin or zombie Sujin, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, either this is a plant who is not actually Sujin, or this is Sujin but being mind-controlled by whatever thing. The snake. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Something's fishy, and I want to <laughs> know what's up. But we'll hold off until next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, we didn't do it at the top. K-pop news. K-pop news bts dropped the butter remix hotter version mv yeah music video which was not well they could have they should have called it comedic version my boyfriend made the suggestion that they should have called it melting version mm, that would have been yeah because melting butter yeah, melting butter and you wanted it hotter anyway yeah like, all that makes sense i still have not sat down and actually watched any of the promotional interviews that they've done because i have just had it with American interviews. The only one I watched was the skit on Stephen Colbert. Oh, yeah. That was the only one I watched And that's also. pretty much it. Yeah. And I'm fine with that because that one was actually really good. Mm-hmm. But America, I know you, I, the bar is so low. Stop it. The bar is so low. Please just do better. <laughs> um, I don't really know anything else going on in K-pop at the moment. 
I know. There's so much I need to catch up on. Yeah. There's lots of songs that have been released that I, I have yeah, not heard. I have not paid attention to any May comebacks. I know Everglow had a comeback. Yeah, no. I know wow. Everglow had a comeback. I know um, Tame In had one. I know people... People were doing things. Yeah. But I was so focused on BTS. Yeah. And then just May is busy, May guys. May is busy. May is always just insane. And, you know, and it goes so so fast. We're yeah. almost done. Which is ironic because majority of May is tourist season. I don't know why it's so busy. Um, but just something's in the air. Yeah. Um, I got lots of fun K-pop merch this past week. Because I'm insane. Mm. Um, I got the twice um, speaker, Nyon's version, so Navali or whatever. I'm not sure how to say it. It's like N A V E L E Y. Yeah, but so. all of them are start like that mm-hmm. uh, or end like that. And it's really cute. I didn't know that Nyan was literally going to be talking when I turned it on. <laughs> like, she says hello and goodbye and tells you when it's linked through Bluetooth. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and I was like, wow, totally worth it. It's so small, but it is so loud. Yeah. I was impressed. It is. <laughs> yeah. And then I also got a BT21 mini hand fan, which I'm really excited to use at the theme parks this summer. Yeah. Thanks. Um, thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to catch us between episodes, you can follow us at K-Pop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you like this podcast, please let us know by leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever, whatever, (laughs) my gosh, whatever other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to another episode of K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. Bo-na-hey. Eh.